Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am talking with Val all about copywriting. And, you know, for me, when I first started in business, copywriting seemed like this like very foreign, icky topic. But when you think about it, our messaging is at the core of what we do. That's how we are bridging the gap between where we are, where our client is, and how we can solve their problems. This is such an important topic, and I am so looking forward to this conversation with Val today. So with that being said, Val, welcome into the podcast. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, it's great to have you here with me today. So can you tell our listeners more about yourself, who you are, and what you do? Yeah, so my name is Val Casola. I am a copywriter and brand storyteller for service-based business owners, and I work primarily with female entrepreneurs who are like in the lifestyle space. So they have a product or a service that really is aimed at making someone's life better, whether that's just for fun, like fulfilling a fun desire someone couldn't do on their own, or really taking them on a transformational journey where they're leaving their life, they're leaving someone's life better than um, where they found it. So I help tell the stories that help your dream clients feel seen, heard, and inspired to take action. So you can continue to grow your business and change more lives doing what you love to do. Oh my gosh, I love it. And it's so, so important. So for the woman listening to this, it's like, okay, this all sounds fine and dandy, but I, I'm not a writer. I'm not, I, I don't know how to convey this. I'm here, I exist, but I don't know how to tell my ideal client that I have the solution to their problem. Where does someone even start? Yeah, this is such a great question. And it's, you know, I see it with so many of my clients and I've experienced it myself of just, you know, having this message you want to share and then feeling so paralyzed and you're just like, oh gosh, like, how do I do this justice? How do I bring it to life? And how do I say it in a way that's going to resonate with the people who really need to hear it? Um, And I have a, a tip for adjusting your mindset around that. And then I also have a tip that I'm happy to share to kind of like something you can take tangible action to go ahead and get started. So the first thing I would say is that adjusting your mindset is super important. And your message, you can always go back and change it. So if you are starting out with copy that, you know, you're finding it's really not resonating the way you're wanting it to, it's okay. It doesn't mean the end of your business. You you don't have to burn it down to the ground. No one's going to think you're phony or fake or anything. It's take a deep breath and just realize that I can go back and I can change this. And as I grow and I evolve and my business grows and evolves, the answers will become more clear. So stepping into your copy, just reminding yourself that This is a, you know, always going to be a working, breathing document that's going to change with me and change with my business. I feel alleviates a lot of the pressure to just sit down and get the words right the first time. Because when we do that, we make it really hard on ourselves to actually even get started. And then we fall down this rabbit hole of 
self-editing and self-censoring and and we really just end up with a frustrated work session and really no work that we're happy with or no work to show for it. So my first tip is just adjust your mindset and realize I can go back and fix this. This isn't brain surgery. This isn't the big deal that I think it is and everything's going to be okay. So that would be the first tip. Oh my gosh. I love it because yeah, we do put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we tell ourselves these stories, but I love number one, the mindset. And then number two, you just said, you know, you just have to start. You just have to take that action because it's in doing that you get better at something. It's not like you hop on a bike for the first time and you're this amazing, like, skilled bike rider that can ride without, you know, holding onto the handlebars. No, you have to practice and the action, the doing, that's where you get better. You know, it's a skill just like anything else and any skill can be learned. You just have to put in the reps and really give yourself that permission to be a beginner. So I think that is so, so important and I love it. Exactly. And also one of my favorite things to remind myself, and I remind myself of this all the time, is that if you want to get it right, you're likely going to get it wrong first. And by getting it wrong, you have the opportunity to learn what was right, where the misstep was, um, or what might work better in place of this or or whatever that thing is where there wasn't, um, you know, that aligned connection you were looking for between you and your message or you and your client. Um, Getting it wrong isn't a bad thing. It provides the opportunity to figure out what went wrong and get that right. So going further, you know, you can make that change and apply it in all cases. Oh my gosh. That is so, so good. Yeah. Because getting it wrong is not a bad thing. And I think so many times, again, it's a story that we've told ourselves, but you know, looking back, where did your biggest moments of growth take place? It was usually after a failure or through a hard time, you know, it's, it's in doing the scary things in failing forward that we grow and we evolve. And that's where the transformation takes place. So speaking of transformation, you know, we're hearing a lot about, okay, you have to convey the transformation to your client about where they are, what you do, like, how do you guide people through that? Cause that can feel kind of overwhelming. Like, okay, I know where, where I want them to be but I don't even know like how how do I tell them that I'm the one to like get them there right so this is actually a great segue into my second tip um so my second tip is if you have no idea where to get started to write and you are just thinking how do I position myself as an expert how do I build that like know and trust factor with my reader go to where your reader is hanging out and just listen to them This is the ultimate copywriting hack that I feel like is so underrated and nobody really talks about it as much as they should, but listening to your ideal client and listening to them talk about their struggles, their desires, what's keeping them from bridging the gap between those places, maybe those limiting beliefs that they're holding on to or those stories they're telling themselves. When you clue yourself into what they're actually saying instead of the story you've told yourself about what you think your ideal client is going through, you get so much data and you get so many good stories to start off your copy with. And when you can use the language of your ideal client in your copy and you can speak to their struggles the way that they do and you can speak to their desires the way that they do and they see that on the page and they're on your homepage and they're reading about this 
you know, amazing transformation you can offer and the amazing services that you have, and they see themselves in the story you're telling, you're instantly going to, to hook them and make them feel comfortable and start to trust you as, a, as an expert, as a service provider, and as the person who can solve the problem or fulfill the desire that they can't do on their own. Oh my gosh. I love it because yeah, listening, that is something I think we, we forget to do. Where are some of the places that you recommend, you know, going for our client? You know, are we talking Facebook groups? Are we talking market research calls? Where should we be listening? Yeah. So I would find out where your ideal client is hanging out. So that might be a Facebook group. So let's just say for an example, you're a nutritionist who um, wants to help women who, you know, suffer with disordered eating or they want to live a more holistic lifestyle. There are plenty of Facebooks, Facebook groups on this topic um, that you can go in and you don't even have to talk to people. You can just browse the, the posts and the comments and the replies and, and things like that and just take notes and, and be a little eavesdropper. Um, I like to say that when I became a copywriter, you know, when you're on when you own your own business, you become a marketer, you become a admin assistant, you become a video producer. Um, a title that I like to add to that is um, chief eavesdropping officer, CEO. I love <laughs> um, it. And you just go in and you, you just notice and listen to what your ideal client is saying and how they're interacting with each other how they're interacting with their their problems and the conversations that they have and you know just really like intentionally taking note and opening up a word document you have a column for this is what my ideal client says about her problems this is what she says um, about what she really wants this is what's keeping her from achieving that desire and you go in and you know this is a really passive way of doing it um, which is a great way of doing it but if you wanted to be a little bit more active you could gather you know a few gals in your community who are ideal clients and ask them to hop on a market research call with you over Zoom and ask some really pointed questions about things that you wanna know as a business owner that are gonna help you make connections with this person in a much deeper way. You can also leverage your um, offboarding and onboarding surveys. So if you ask questions about your ideal client's um, current situation and, and you know the things that they're going through and how they felt after working with you, those offer a lot of insights you can use also in your copy. Um, so there's definitely very passive ways of doing it where you don't have to interact with anyone and you can just, you know, put your little eavesdropping hat on um, or you could go directly to the source and, you know, form relationships with them and actively like participate in a conversation with them. Such good information. And, you know, it's so much simpler than we're making it out to be, you know, all yes, of those things. <laughs> You know, just go and listen. And I think it's such a noisy world that we forget that the information's out there. And something that someone told me recently was, you know, don't forget, you can, you can search different topics within those Facebook groups. You don't have to just spend hours scrolling. You can actually use the search function, which we forget yes. exists. You know, I think we get stuck in consumption mode, but like you said, you know, when you're going in there with a purpose and you're just kind of eavesdropping and looking for those specific little like nuggets, like, oh yeah, this is the woman that I'm, I'm trying to reach. Like, that makes it cool because yeah, you're kind of like a little detective, you know, you're just, you're really <laughs> listening to what your client needs. And that, that's such a great tip. Now, 
how do you inspire your ideal client then to take action? Once you're really, really clear on, okay, here's the problem that I'm solving in their language, how do you go about inspiring them to take action? So if you want to inspire someone to take action, you have to show them the potential of what's possible. And I think something a lot of entrepreneurs forget when they're sitting down to write their websites or maybe even their Instagram bios and things like that, that they forget that they are in service to someone else and the business really isn't about them. You are wonderful in what you do. You have all these great certifications. You might have a certificate um, in this field or a degree in that field, and you are the expert. That is why you're sitting down and starting this business and feeling called to serve someone else. But it's really not about that story. Like the story of your business isn't about you as the provider. It's about the, the story that you can help create for your reader and the person that you want to serve. And when you can show them what's possible and, you know, you can show them you understand their current state, which is when they're in the midst of their struggles and really, you know, craving this desire that they have, but, you know, they're experiencing whatever limiting belief it is or whatever obstacle is in their way from achieving them to get that desire. That's called their current state. That's your reader's current state. And you want to show your reader that you understand that current state, you empathize with it, and that you're here to present a solution that moves them from their current state to their desired state or the transformation they are going to experience. And so when you can take your reader on that journey and show them you understand where they are, you have a solution to help them achieve that desire and then show them what that desire looks like in their life on the other side. That, that story is how you're going to inspire someone to say, hey, like, wow, this person really gets me. This person knows what I want. They have a solution that I'm interested in learning more about because they're showing me that that solution is going to help bring me to that desire that I've been craving for so long. So that's oh, how the, the inspiration takes place. Oh my gosh. I love it because that, that right there, it just sounds like the perfect way to marry both sides of the coin, because we often hear so much about pain point marketing and then desires and pleasure point marketing and the way you just articulated that i mean it just it makes sense because you're addressing both so now we're not just focusing on pains we're not just focusing on desires we're really through doing what you said showing that transformation showing how we are the one to solve their problems so that right there is absolutely beautiful and i really do appreciate you sharing that with us so if I can shift gears a little bit, what is the biggest mistake that makes you cringe that you see when you are on social media or, you know, looking at someone's website? What is the number one thing that drives you crazy? Oh, I think it's just that that lack of transformational story. And, you know, people focus so hard on the features of their offer. And, you know, this group program is is going to have this number of modules, it's going to have this many guest speakers, it's going to have this amazing VIP bonus. And that's great. Like your offer is amazing. And you designed it with your unique life experience. And only you can bring that to the table. And that is so awesome. But as your reader, like, I don't care. Right. <laughs> like, I, I want, I want to know what's in it for me. What, is, what about this? 
is going to change my life? And why should I make that three, four, five figure investment with my hard earned money to experience this, this transformation? Like, what do you have to offer me? And I feel like that's the biggest thing I see missing on, on sales pages and websites. And even in email marketing, it's just, they're so like entrepreneur centered and not client centered. And it makes it really hard to, you know, inspire people to want to learn more when they don't really see what's in it for them. And, you know, we're all human. We're all, we all act in our own self-interest and that's not necessarily always a bad thing. It's just who we are. And I don't know if some people just, you know, are uncomfortable with that or they're just so in it that they, they kind of forget that um, or their business is attached so much to, you know, their worth and who they are as a person. And I get that. Like, I do what I love for a living and it's hard to kind of remove yourself from that sometimes, but just remembering that your copy is for someone else and not for you. Um, that's really the biggest thing that I talk with, um, with a lot of clients. And, you know, that's when I see that, I'm like, okay, like this person could, you know, improve this, this, and this, and the results would be outstanding. I love it because honestly, we're not trying to get someone to buy a car. You know, they don't care about all the bells and whistles. They want to know, okay, right. what's in it for me? Because you're right. You know, I've been sold to that way where someone's like, okay, well, I have, you know, 20 modules and it's going to take you hours upon end to do this and this, that, and the other. I don't care. Like, tell me what's in it for me. And I feel like, you know, a lot of times we can, it comes off as like desperate and we can feel that, you know, as consumers, at least I've noticed it when I look at, you know, certain marketing um, tactics that I see happening. I'm like, oh, I don't want that. No, I want the one that shows me like, I'm going to have more time with my kids. I'm going to have, you know, more calm structured in my life where I have the flexibility. I have the freedom because I've taken and implemented these things. But, you know, I, and there's a really, a truly a psychology behind it. And, you know, when you dive into human behavior, it's kind of crazy. Like how, like you said, we want to know what's in it for us. And it's not, it's not that you're being selfish. It's, it's literally like psychology. Val, this was so good. I appreciate you sharing your wisdom so much. Where can we learn more about you and how can we get into your world? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. My handle is ValCasolaWrites or my website is www.valcasola.com. Um, I hang out on Instagram a lot on stories and, you know, I share a lot of tips on um, copywriting and how you can uh, improve your website, your email marketing, your sales pages and things like that. Um, and I'd love to have you over there. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and be sure to check that out. We will link everything up in the show notes. And until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 